0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Sparks and Rhinestones pageant podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and um, if you are new here, welcome. My name is Hannah Golding. I'm the founder of Sparks and Rhinestones, the author of the ultimate pageant handbook, the first of its kind here in the UK. We've been around for five years. We had our birthday last month. And uh, yeah, I've been in the sparkling world of pageantry for 12 Long years, and may it continue. Um, <laughs> may it continue. If you are not new here, um, I am so sorry, girls. I know I was on such a roll, such a roll. I've actually recorded like several episodes, and I had to stop. Pepe was snoring in some of them or I just ran out of time, I've been ill, Penelope's been ill, half terms, essays, um, (laughs) so much, um, but yes, we turned five last month, we did our interview masterclass for Switchboard and raised £100 for that, so, so excited, um, to, even though it's a small amount, it's still a good amount, um, so so happy with that, but yes, let's get back into the swing of it, girls. I have so many, um, well, girls, guys, and non-binary because we have a spectrum of uh, listeners here on the podcast, um. But yes, so I'm currently sat. <laughs> I've been at hospital today. I'm sat hot water bottles just pillows prompt my back's gone um I'm hoping and praying I at least have like two weeks off pageant events which is great um because obviously I think I'm still recovering as well from Atlantic which was so great um of course Penelope got to walk on stage honestly girls she was fuming she didn't get to walk on there more you know she took a walk by herself as well uh, so who knows when I retire, she'll be taking over the family name. <laughs> she'll be the one coaching the young girls under sparkles um <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've got two weeks off until the next pageant events, which is not actually a pageant event, but I will be face to face coaching, so these legs need to get better this leg um, I can still teach with my stick it's fine <laughs> um. But, yeah, let's get into it. I've got a whole list of things. Um, and I've had some suggestions as well. And, honestly, please, if you have any suggestions or any thoughts or any feelings that you have in pageant land, just drop me a message, an inbox, just say, hey, can you cover this? Um, I'll never reveal you, if you don't want me to, obviously, um, if you want to keep it anonymous of any subjects. Um, because I feel like with Sparkles... Um, um, I'm going to be covering a couple of the posts that I've done recently. Um, I always want to be a very transparent place. I have been told that you know my posts are very hard-hitting and, and down-to-earth and just showing that real side of pageantry because we'd all like to think that pageants are all sparkles and rhinestones. But, you know, there is pageant hierarchies and, you know, all the the not-so-fun stuff that comes with it as well as, you know, the draining part of competing, you know, the mind the mind games that we play of ourselves or we've seen others and that's why these podcasts are to, you know, sometimes to give you a good shake and say, come on, girl, let's do this. Um, but it's just to give you information and um I will always... I I always say I, I will stand up for those who can't stand up if they're not in a position, because, I as much as, I, as I'd love to be loved by everyone, that's simply not going to be the case. There are people that don't like me because I'm opinionated, and that's absolutely fine because that's their opinion. But for me, I'm always gonna, you know, try and speak with an open mind and you know with my opinions. And everything that I talk about on here is is my opinion and stuff that I've experienced, or stuff that I've, you know, physically watched. And it's just, yeah, it's just to help people not feel so alone. Um, You know, like the poverty post I did um, a few weeks ago really hit home with a lot of people. Um, You know, I've always been a poor girl growing up, Um, you know, me and my sister was joking about um <laughs> was joking about stuff in our childhood i think if anyone else listened to it they think oh my goodness poor girls um but that's just our humor <laughs> um but yeah no um and it, it kind of really got to me because someone messaged me um someone put a comment on one of my videos actually um and was like, oh my you always have loads of new like expensive stuff and I was like and you always speak really posh and I was like well these are from Sheen and they're definitely not expensive. Um and you know I lived in a council house like nearly my whole life so um <laughs> definitely not posh here. It's just how I speak. I don't know why, it's just it's always halved, but anyway, anyway, um so we always try and do posts like that. And this is one of these episodes where some of this might hit home. It might be stuff that you've experienced or you've witnessed or you might feel called out, you know. I always want to be honest within myself as well. And that's what I will talk about in some of these things. And it's a post I made is that not every pageant girl is a role model. We need to stop putting... um You know, pageant girls who have won a big title on a pedestal and worshipping them. That was like the main gist. And this is what I'm going to talk about now. Because when you enter pageants, you might feel connected to a couple of girls. That's great if they have titles. If they don't, that's also great. But I get asked this all the time. So there's obviously lots of questions you get in a pageant interview. And one of the questions can be, you know, who is your role model? And I get asked, should I be saying the current queens? You know, should I be saying this? Now, a smart way of looking at a pageant interview is um, if you have a similar platform with a current queen or you have something similar in that way, if you don't have a a role model yourself, you can say, you know, this current queen really inspires me with the work that they do with this. You know, this is also my platform. And it, it brings you... It makes you then talk about yourself and your platform, the work that you've done. So they were just a little, little stepping stone towards the real reason you we your interview, you, um, because a lot of people will say these queens and not actually, you know, really have. There's not much inspiring stuff about them, you know. They attend lots of events. That's great. Is that what you want to do as a queen? Then yeah, you can be inspired. But how are they inspiring you? Um, it's 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 hard. But I want to say now you don't get bonus points for putting the current queens as your as your role model. Um. When I answer that question, I actually don't have a role model. I just say that you know there's so many people that inspire me. You know, in and out of pageant land, that I couldn't just pick one. Um, and then I might talk about, you know, the people who I've interviewed on my talk shows and, you know, or people I've worked with or, you know, my child. Because, you know, we always joke about this, but, you know, the bingo card, if you were to do play pageant bingo, who's your inspiration? Your mum or your dad or your grandparents, you know, family member. There's always going to be a family member or a pageant girl. Um, someone may surprise you by saying a celebrity or, you know, someone obscure, but if you're going to say someone obscure, then you want to back it up with a reason because, you know, these people might not know who you're talking about. So, um, for example, one of my clients was talking about an artist and I didn't know the artist's name. Um, so I was like, this is how you can link it to yourself because you do art as well. And you take away that inspiration. And that's what the question is looking for. They're looking for who inspires you to do the actions you do now. They're not just looking for a name and to tell you, like, to tell them how wonderful this person is. You know, they're looking for that link back to yourself. So when I say about putting queens on pedestals, um... This is very common where a lot of people will notice it. Um, when you go to an event, people will go straight to the people with crowns and sashes to get photos. Um, and that is fine. <laughs> it's okay. But I would like to to take this moment to think of when you look back at these pictures... Did you have a genuine conversation with the person you were getting a picture, or did you just say, Can I get a picture of you? Cool, all right, onto the next crown, onto the next sash. You know, um, the reason I don't have that many photos at events sometimes, um, especially the big pageant events, is because I'm just chatting to people, um, and then you know, I've got. <laughs> I've got quite a few pageant girls who I've been talking to at loads of events and chat them online. And it's like, we've never had a picture. We never got a picture. <laughs> we haven't got a picture together, girl. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't talk. It's, you know, there's a difference between social media and, you know, what happens in real life. Um, and it, it does happen in pageants, I'm going to be completely honest, where... Um, there was a status about on Facebook and a group and there's you know a lot of people feel the same way that you know just because you have a crown of sash it doesn't mean that you are better than everyone else it doesn't mean that you are on the higher higher hierarchy because I know amazing people who have not yet won a crown and they're incredible with their charity work their passion for their platform the stuff they do just some of the things that they've achieved even like without pageantry like in the bracket um they've done so much and they haven't they haven't won a title or these people have never stepped on stage before but they're just so inspiring you know and those are the people that I look up to and those are the people that I want to talk to at an event um but we have to get into our heads that if we are part of a system there will be a group photo there always will be a group photo because breaking it down that pageant system will want to have photos of all their finalists it's great for them it's great for their social media and it's also great for you to get pictures with your you know your sister finalists before the final um so it's great for the pageant it's great for you um you know get the queens involved as well um sometimes if you go to events and you just see like the queens by themselves with no finalists like and there's no, like, group, group picture. It's a bit sad sometimes. Um, it's nice when, the, fi- the you know, they get the finalists involved. Because you have to think, when you're a queen, you were a finalist once. You know, unless you pay direct to get your crown, you were a finalist once. Um, you know, and you went into that event and, you know, it can be very daunting. It can be very scary going into an event the first time. Especially if you don't really know anyone there. Or if you just arrive with one person and they're talking to someone um you know so it's all about yeah you have that group picture but you can talk to other people you could have pictures of other like systems and slash pictures and you know all that sort of stuff honestly I encourage it because you have to think that if you're a queen it's not just great to get pictures of you with like the finalists of your system, but also finalists of other systems and, you know, queens of other systems because when you go to an event and when that happens, when that person is looking for their next pageant journey, they're going to remember how nice you were. You know, they're going to remember these things. You know, I remember when um, I'd go to events and who would talk to me and who doesn't. Um, Even without a sash. So there was... Ooh, from July to October I attended many different pageant events um without a sash. Um, you know, because I hadn't entered a pageant system. Um well I had, but obviously I hadn't had my confirmation email and uh and my sash. And I won't wear an old sash um until like I have that new new sash, like confirmation that I'm in that pageant. Um I just even though I was gonna be the next vulture girl anyways, I could just just in case there's like that overlap where there was another girl who would be wearing Wiltshire. Hopefully that's the earth thing next year. <laughs> There'll be another girl wearing Wiltshire and it won't be me. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I I feel like I'm a little bit at an advantage now for like how long I've been in pageants and obviously with Sparkles as well that, you know, someone literally said to me, you're the Sparkles lady. <laughs> I recognise you from that, um, which was great. I loved that um <laughs> it's even though like you know the books I am blonde hair in the book um and on here on the podcast but it's when people you know actively avoid you or um you know we're, go, we're going to talk to someone with a crown and the thing is when you have a crown as soon as you give that up you go back to a finalist again I had this with you know for yummy and why am I um, you know, I was a queen since twenty seventeen. So, you know, I was Ms, and then I was the Queen of Queens, and then I was my spokesmodel, technically lifetime queen, but I have yet to receive the crown for that. Um <laughs> but getting that next month, well actually two months time because obviously May then June. Um but yeah, so then to go back to you know a finalist again, um, it's quite a big I wouldn't say it's a step back. And I know the reason I say this is because it should never be seen as a step back. Like every pageant title that you hold holds the same weight um, because it's you as a person that is doing stuff with that sash. You know, every sash that I've worn, bar a few, because, you know, sometimes I've entered late or they were a charity pageant or, you know, um. I don't understand pageantry as well as I do now. Like I've put so much time and effort into them. Fundraising, um, you know, my own profile, the stuff that I believe in, um, the stuff that I want to promote. Even if they are just, you know, the finalists, regional or national or international, I've still put the same time and effort into each title. And that's how it should be. Um, And that's how we should be treating people as well, you know, just because they have a crown and sash from another system doesn't mean that they are better than everyone because they've won that system. They should be applauded for winning because, you know, it takes a lot of hard work. But just because they've won that pageant, it doesn't mean that they are automatically a role model. And here is why. There will be girls who win pageants who haven't done any work beforehand that entered last minute, bam, got the title. That is no fault on them, because they worked hard for that, they knew what they had to deliver, they knew what they had to do. Um, But not every Queen who takes the crown of sash actually does stuff with the crown of sash as well. You know, they might pop up here and there, Um, you might not see them until handover <laughs> the next year. Um, And... You'd be lying to yourself if you then said, "Yeah, they're my role model." But then it's like, "Well, what have they done?" We need to pinpoint what they've done. You know, I, I am. This is this big-headed but not big-headed. I absolutely love when people say that I'm their role model, but also it comes like it sounds a bit scary to me sometimes, because some of the stuff that I do, I do just because it's me. Like you know, I'm a plus size girl and to other people that's inspiring, it's like, I'm just being myself, um, I don't want to have to like do anything extra for it, you know, sometimes you are just inspiring by being yourself, um, or I'm standing up for people's rights, and I'm thinking, well, well all of us should be doing that, like, I don't want to be rewarded for doing the bare minimum, you know what I mean, um, it's, it honestly warms my heart every day, and some, I don't, I never know what to say, so I always deflect it, it's like when people say, when they've won, and like, I couldn't do it without you, I'm like, yeah, you can, yeah, you could have, you know, I just added that extra sparkle, because I always like to add that cheese in, um, but because I don't want to, and, you know, people might say I'm wrong, people might say, you're a really big-headed Hannah, you you know, you've got a big ego, (laughs) and I'm just like, I don't want to get into a point in my life where I'm like, yeah, I am better than everyone else. You know, sometimes you joke about it. But at the end of the day, for me, I know what I have to offer as a queen. I know what I have to offer as a coach. I know what I have to offer. You know, I have won titles. Have I won like really big ones? You know, what is a big title compared to some people? You know, I got to go to America to compete. Um, was it at Miss World or Miss Universe? Nope. But it was still it was still an international. I think it depends on what people view as success and what people view as an inspiration, and and that comes down to once again why you shouldn't be like everyone shouldn't be a role model to you because you have to resonate with your role model. You know, there are queens that I resonate with because we've had similar paths or we've supported similar things. Um, you know, I really just get along with them and I love all the stuff they do doesn't mean that they're the current queens of the system that I'm competing in even though like well, obviously <laughs> obviously this year when I'm competing there's only been one set of queens and I competed alongside them and so I've loved watching their journey anyway so there's no there's no lie there because you know I've loved everything that they've done um but you know if, if you go to a system that has a few years worth of queens you're most likely going to pick the years that resonate with you or or you know maybe the queens that got you into that pageant in the first place which brings me on to the question if they ask you what do you admire about our current queens so this is where research of your pageant system is really important um because if you don't actually answer a name (laughs) they'll be like oh but you can say you know can i say you know past queens because you know i've been interested in the system for so many years um like for me for pageant girl uk my first like pageant inspiration was 2010 2011 haley mack miss galaxy international um 2010 i'd like to say or 20 2010 i'm trying to think now because 2011 maybe it's 2011 they also do a year ahead don't they because obviously beth one UK and Sarah, one teen and that was my first ever like, (laughs) first ever proper national pageant and I remember seeing Hayley everywhere and I remember her gown, I remember all the stuff like she was the one that that made me want to do like all these appearances with my sash and like kind of taught me what it was to be a pageant queen without actually teaching me because like I think I spoke to her a couple of times at the final and she said she loved my shoes and I was obsessed. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. They were only £5 from you, look, oh my God. <laughs> and uh, and then she said that you liked the other pair of shoes and they were really high and I looked back like, oh my God, how did I walk in them? Like, how? <laughs> um, but she was my first, like, pageant inspiration. And yeah, she won international, but I can say that now. She was one of my first pageant um inspirations and she's not even you know the queen of the system that i'm competing in you don't have to um they don't have to be the same system so as i said earlier they don't have to be the same system they don't even have to be a person who's one your inspiration should be linking to you to bring out your facts and um yeah so i don't want to like be all negative and be like, you can't worship everyone. Because this is another thing that happens is when there'll be some queens that might say things that aren't really that great. And we've had this in the pageant world industry lately where people have been making problematic uh, statuses and not being held accountable for it. Now, there'll be many... That will, as I said myself, I will call it out. Um, Others will just simply choose to ignore it. And some will do it because they were a past queen or a current queen. Just because they have a crown on their head. And um, that shouldn't be the case. It's like problematic behaviour. Like, we shouldn't be accepting it this is another thing we shouldn't be accepting people breaking the rules just because they have a title or just because they're well known in pageants like no one should get a free pass on something um like it should just shouldn't be that way everyone has an equal footing in pageants and if we allow someone you know to let's say step over like part one or something just because they have a crown it should be relevant you know rules are rules Rules are rules for everyone. Just because you have a finalist, Sash, it doesn't mean that you still... You know, like, when it comes to if you do problematic stuff about... Or anything that's problematic, really. <laughs> Just because you have a crown on your head yet, yeah, it doesn't mean you should be pulled up on your actions by a director. Because um, this is one thing that happens is, you know, finalists will say some stuff, um, but because they're a queen because they're not a queen um there's not much they can do about it but it is because whether it's a finalist sash whether it's a crown on the head is still representing that system but yes not every queen needs to be worshipped so if you see a, a girl with a crown go over and talk to them yes 100% get to know them and you'll have two reactions. Either the girl will really want to talk to you and, you know, get to know you or they, you know, say they're busy and they turn around and do something, um, you know? And that's when you get a gauge of whether you should like that person or not. <laughs> because I've always tried at events to talk to as many people as I can, um, even if it's just like a a quick chat. If you want a photo, that's great. But remember when you're looking back and you're like, who are these people? Who are these crowns? Especially as you know, there are some pageants that might not be around in a couple of years' time. You know? Pageants that dominate the scene. And they're nowhere to be seen in the next few years. Um <laughs> not naming any names. Paris. Disneyland, Paris. <laughs> oh, they're still such amazing crowns though. But you know, so many people in pageant world entered that pageant. Um, you know. And now it ceased to exist. So you look at these photos, you're like, well, oh, who are these people? You know, who are they? And you're like, oh no, but that's this girl. She did this and like, you know, really great. Um, so when you're at events, be mindful that there will be people who want pictures. Maybe like if you're hanging around with a queen, they might want pictures of the queen. Like That's all part of, you know, being a queen. Um, but there's a way around it of not being rude. You know, like... You know, people are meant to mingle, people are meant to mix with different crowds. You, yes, you're going to have your friendship groups, but it's always nice to venture out with them a little bit. You know, coming from someone who is in a friendship group with the Yorkshire Queens, it is nice to, you know, when we go to these events, because, you know, I see my girls all the time, <laughs> driving up to the events, you know, in the group chats, um, you know, it's nice to see other faces, especially if you're going up north because you get to see a whole different group of pageant girls compared to if you're down south. Um, and I guess it's the same for you girls up north as well and in Scotland. You know, get a chance to mix with us English. <laughs> um, down Not say down south. I mean, obviously, if you came to uh, IGN, that was very down south, obviously, because it was in my county. Um, But compared to obviously going to Scotland, because that's a good seven, eight hours. I just wish there was some like travel that we could just go really fast. Um, But yeah, anyways, so you you should always be nice to people at event anyways. um, Because I don't like the saying of, um, you never know who's going to judge you. I mean, you never know. You do never know. I mean, rest assured that you'll never know of me i'll never know you will know because because i coach i can't really judge that many systems um so if i'm judging a system it means i'm not coaching any girls in it which is very rare no it's not that rare for some systems um but yeah i wouldn't put myself in a position where i could be biased um just because i love my girls so much um So you don't have to pretend to be nice to me. It's all good, girls. It's all good. Um, <laughs> I just have a fine sash as well. But no, um, you know, for those who might feel a bit blindsided, at events there will be group photos of just the sashes, you know. Um, it's not like saying, this is our pageant click. It's just it's such a great picture for, you know especially as you're a finalist, you're like, ah, you want to feature on the, the pageants Instagram or the pageants Facebook, don't you? You want to be seen. It's that whole feeling of being seen, being visible. And having a group picture with your, um, you know, fellow finalists is a great way of that to happen. So if you're not in that system, don't be too offended. Um, But do be offended if they, like, decide to just stay that way and not, like, invite you back for a picture or talk to you. Then be offended. Because, yeah, I would be if you got excluded. Um, But it will... There will be unfortunate events of that. But then you know who to look up to and who not to. Um, You know, they always say you should never meet your idols, don't they? They say that. Um, But to conclude this random... um, which actually, actually, I'm not going to conclude a tall oh. so one thing as well is with this. I will touch on this more in another episode. To be honest, because I, I am very wary of the time and my paint colors are running out. Um, <laughs> but it goes to that same thing of like the pageant hierarchy, and um, and when I say about that, I don't mean. Like for some, if you people say like the top five pageants, you know, like universe, world, earth, international, supernational, I think those are the top five. Um and then you have, you know, a pageant grow UK systems and systems that go to internationals and there are nationals and sometimes people see pageants to be less worthy because of that. Not everyone, not everyone does, but You know, I have had comments to me before, um, you know, that my titles aren't worth the same as other people's titles, um, even though I worked exactly the same, I travelled, you know, to a different country to win them, um, yeah, there's, there are some things that I don't don't really need to talk about right now, I'm not gonna bore you with that, or shall I, no, um, but this is where the whole, um, like, going to events and support and stuff like that. And you get a lot of guilt tripping. And I'm going to say this, and I will talk about this more because I have done a post about it. And I always like to go into depth, but not too in depth because that's what this is for. That's what the podcast is for. Um, but I always prioritize the area that I'm going to over a title, um, like event. So if someone's holding, let's say uh, a tea, brunch, because so many pageant girls have got brunches on, including Pageant Girl UK have got brunches on. I can't make it three hours up there. However, if someone's holding a brunch, you know, 40 minutes away from me, I'm going to attend the one 40 minutes away because you're supporting, you know, the local girls, um if you really want to travel that's on you if you want to travel that three hours please don't expect the people who are up you know up north three four hours to then travel back down south for you when you hold an event or if you do a campaign that involves something i mean if if it's a campaign that doesn't involve travel then you know it's easier done than three, four hours in the car and, you know, full tank of petrol later. Um, But we need to get out that mindset of just because we do something for someone that we automatically should expect something in return, you know, and a lot of you girls and myself included at one point in my pageant career will prioritise the current queens and past queens of that system over, you know, local queens in your area um or things you know you will travel the four or five hours because it's you know the current title holders they're doing events so i'm going to travel i'm going to be involved i'm going to be supportive you can still be supportive of your pageant sisters regardless of if they're in the same system of you because honestly i'm going to tell you this now is so much kinder on your body and your bank balance to travel 40 minutes than to travel for 5 hours just on the off chance, you know, cuz you might not even know this queen. You might not even get talked to, talk to them the whole event. Um you know, it's all about that balance, that pageant balance, which we talk about so many times. Um but As I always say, this is your pageant journey. What you choose to do with it is up to you. Whether you want to worship the current queens or not, that's up to you. Whether you want to travel and do that distance, it is up to you. But it hurts more if you don't win that title and you realise how much you travelled and the support. Pageant support is easily given. Easily given. I was going to say something, but it's harder to earn true support there's something there that can be mixed into something <laughs> but you know you find out who really supports you like through your pageant journey and moments and you know when it comes to events and um all that sort of stuff you'll find out you know which queens do support you because I mean I've had it before you know I've had I've held events and you know Local queens haven't attended, but they've attended an event three, four hours away the next day. You know, it happens. And, you know, it's probably happened to me. I haven't attended a local event, but I've gone somewhere else because I wanted to support the girl who I was supporting. Um, Although, saying that, it depends on where my other girl is traveling to (laughs) because Jada's the one driving. (laughs) Um, However, yes not every queen is going to be inspiring you know when it comes to pageant finals it is the best on the night it's the one who wowed the interviews and the one who wowed the stage whether or not they carry on that wowness throughout the whole year is another story but when you look at your pageant role models they need to resonate with you not every queen you know it's nice like honestly the hyping up is so nice and I love seeing all these different girls like you sharing when they do the inspiration like tags or you know when you're hyping up your pageant besties I love that I love seeing it um but remember that it's hard to say you're pa- your pageant sisters like don't feel that you're a pageant fan don't be a pageant fan you're a pageant sister you all have equal footing um not everyone's aspiring to see the crown, you know. We've, we've I'll say that fact so many times. Um, I was gonna say something like, you know, because it's easy enough to win a crown. Um, <laughs> people were laughing, like, i oh, shut up, Hannah. No, it's not. Um, but like, you have to earn that crown. Like, you've got the crown on Crowning Night, you've done all that hard work, but how you continue it, um. But yeah, I'm starting to not make sense now. I'm thinking those, uh, <laughs> the pain is finally here. Um, But no, I hope this has made some sense. If it hasn't, don't tell me. Uh, <laughs> I don't do criticism well. No, I do. I'm so fine. It's okay. I am a big girl and I wear very big pants. So you can tell me. Um, But I just... Because I feel that sometimes we feel like we have to say like, the queens. You don't get bonus points, you know honestly there are so many incredible women um that have done incredible things in pageants with no crowns on their heads a lot of them are directors now as well so honestly your role models are your models um from a interview perspective always choose someone who obviously you can't choose who your role models are as such because they choose you um you but someone who links in with your brand, your own likeness, you know, something that's happened to you. Um, you know, if I'm choosing role models, maybe I'll choose someone who is a plus size woman or someone who's a mum. Because I can make those links, um, you know, someone who with mental health or like authors, something creative. Like there's so many links you can make. Um, but yeah, like that's the smart way of doing it. But... You don't have to choose the system you represent in. Okay, don't limit yourself. No limitations. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, we are going into May next week. May is my own birthday month. Um, <laughs> just have Penelope's birthday as well. Too many birthdays. Taurus season, though. We love to see it. Um, but. We are, yes. So I have added a couple of dates to the recorded interviews. So recorded interviews, I have the Sparks and Rainstones interviews. And I have my own pageant ones of the Platform Talks, Queen Chats and the Pageant Mama Club. Um, now, also, I do want to say, I've done an episode in this before. If you do book your session, book your slot and you don't turn up, I will remember and I will hold it against you forever, like a grudge, no, um, (laughs) but without a reason, it, you know, it makes me cautious when you book in again, um, because as I said, like, I will most likely never be any of your judges, so you don't have to worry about that, um, (laughs) but I will tell someone who is a judge, no, um, (laughs) But we have a couple of sp- spots left. I'm literally booked up for the whole of May and June, as in the recorded episodes. If you do want to book in your interview coaching um, because the walk days are fully booked, um, please drop me a message because I literally have two months and I'm going to be flying to Texas for a week to help with Team Europe uh, for Yummy. And then I compete myself. We fly to Manchester. I stay in Manchester until Sunday. Um, So if you are competing in Pageant Girl, UK's National Miss, in Eco, um, Voluptuous, and I'm just naming some of the pageants that the girls I'm currently training are in. I know Stingy Galaxy is a bit further away. We're still waiting for the date, but um, if you want to book those sessions in now, please drop me a message as well as copies of the handbook um interview flashcards anything like that or if you just have a question or you just want to have a chat uh the sparkles and rhinestones instagram inbox is most likely better um because of facebook i don't get notifications for i mean you can send an email i do get the emails but it's up to you how efficient you want to be <laughs> with that instagram message suffices um but thank you so much for listening guys and i hope you have an amazing week